This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Hey, welcome to SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. I'm Sarah, and I just want everyone to know that I pronounce it La Croix, and that's the right way. <laughs> uh, hi, and 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 I'm Tori, and uh, and remember, it's pronounced often with no T. Stop often, saying T. Often. often. No. no. Often. Often. It's often. Often. I don't think, okay. <laughs> Here, just drink drink your LaCroix and let's get started. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> yes, everyone, th- uh, thanks for joining us at the Vertical Watering Hole. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a good episode, I think. Well, They're maybe not. I don't know. This episode was weird. But our episodes are all good. Yeah, yeah. All of ours are. Yeah. Stargate ones. Mm. Mm. But, uh... Mm. Episode 15, season one. Cor- Corai? Corai. Cor- Corai. Or, uh, or as MacGyver says it, Corai. Corai. For no reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one was uh, uh, directed by Mario Azopardi, who's on a bit of a bit of a role in the directing seat here. I think he did the, the last one as well. Hmm. I feel like you can say somebody has um, directed a lot of them in a row without saying they're necessarily on a roll. Just a thought. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'll edit. It. I'll edit it to say that. Yeah. Yeah. He's just. <laughs> he just has some contiguous episodes. That's all. Yeah, I, that seems that's more accurate. <laughs> uh, we should get. Oh. Oh, what? Oh, oh, shit. Do you hear that? Oh, my God. Do you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I, artificial tension. Yeah, yeah. We, hey, Sarah. What? You, what does it mean? Well, you have 24 seconds. Uh, For to, any reason? The reason is you have 24 seconds. Oh, okay. Uh, to summarize uh, the entirety of this episode. Okay. Oh, my God. Tell me when to start. Save the mountain. Go now. This is a story of poisoning a deeply moral and communal society with concepts of ableist individualism in the interest of defending war crimes. Quote, he chose to kill a crippled man. His choice was not moral. It was cowardly and evil. It's also about the tragic outcome of the oppressed forced to protect the evil will of the oppressor. The end. Oh, wait. Is there more? <laughs> That's perfect. Damn it. That's okay. Was that written down? Yes. Mm, I see. Which we never made a rule about that. So it's Oh whoopsies. It's it it stands. All right. Shall I not write them down in the future? Oh no no no. You you do okay. whatever you you feel. We know they're coming. We know the mountain's always in danger. I'll tell you this. It was very hard to read because I don't handwrite very many things anymore. And I am old enough to write in cursive. So it was very hard to read. No, I feel you. I can barely read my print. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, there you go, folks. That's what's up with Korai. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Is that what you got? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I see it now. <laughs> well, I do know that they open in your favorite spot, the one field in Vancouver, BC, where they get to shoot all the planets for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Not, not in the forest proper, but slightly outside of it. You can see mm -hmm. it in the background, but it's on a, yeah, it's in a, it's in a field. It looks like a mm -hmm. brisk yeah. fall day. As per the huge, um, all the town center is built right next to the scary <laughs> circle. We're going to talk, where talk the about the bad that guys come out. Yeah, The deserted yeah. bazaar is, is, uh, <laughs> is right next yeah. to where the bad people come from. Right. Um, and it and it takes them and it takes them um they always walk through the team our team always walks through and goes something seems off but continue to be real <laughs> casual about the way they're walking like they're just going for a picnic yeah o'neill's just like well keep keep your heads up you know yeah but keep your guns down <laughs> <laughs> well teal says he's been there before yeah uh, it's a place called Cartago, and it's a favorite uh, hunting ground for the Goa'uld. Which, can I just say, I find it weird that they have a favorite hunting ground. Why? <clears throat> I don't know what's special about this place. It's pretty drab. I don't know. It's probably because this is actually the closest a bazaar has ever been to the circle, the scary circle. Yeah, the, the Sunday farmer's market is literally just right like, there. It's It's, it's like... Five feet away. In a way, it's like their own Sunday farmer's market. It is. It's where they or go for fresh produce. <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> As Daniel what? would say, hey, I, don't like the, I don't like the use of that term. <laughs> we are talking about people, Teal. Not Brussels sprouts instead of Brussels. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. He often gets things wrong for such an intellectual. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or often. There you go. Well, so so right next to the bazaar is a drab gray temple, which they enter. Oh, right. And and this is a scene change because they're immediately, they go from being in the same field in BC to the wait in line part of the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. <laughs> is that what it looks like? Yeah. <laughs> I've never been on and that it ride. it sounds like that too. It has kind of the same sound effects. Wow. Well, yeah, well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it's a pretty shitty set. It's a, if I'm going to be honest, like they have some like wooden pews and some like, but they're mm -hmm. like, it's like fresh wood. Like apparently they have no Old aging wood. expert in the props department, you know, yeah, like, yeah. TBH actually the, the, it's a better set for waiting in line at Indiana Jones. <laughs> well, well, they don't get far. They get surrounded by some of the, the native people of the planet. Isn't it weird how like none of the humans on any of these planets have evolved technologically past village? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I, well, yeah, the, the, they're, they're wearing what I referred to as Beastmaster vibe. <laughs> so they didn't get past the mid 80s. Also, I just don't, I would move, I assume this is a normal size planet. I would fucking GTFO to like the furthest away point on the planet that was habitable away from the scary circle. 
<laughs> Has anyone thought of that? <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get into that. That 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 okay. comes up. That that is that is exactly on point and very contradictory to what we later mm-hmm. learn. Well, what's exciting is right now, um, like Colonial O'Neill is like Daniel, come up with a way to tell them we're not dangerous. But they speak perfect English, of course. Yes, yes. And um, so I guess these people were nabbed from old, old England, which they still wouldn't speak the same English dialect. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which they were, then they were I nabbed just wanted... in like mid-Ohio somewhere. <laughs> like in the 60s. They... I get, yes, perfect. Because it got me thinking about, and I feel really embarrassed that I hadn't thought about it until this episode, but there was like one episode where they found descendants of Mongols, and so they had Asian people cast. And in this one, they appear to have found people from like in, an old English village, so they're white, and they had the Viking one, so those people were white. But I'm just like, the majority of people they would have harvested from around the scary circle on Earth when it was in Egypt. So why are they casting so many fucking white actors? Oh, because it's 1997. (laughs) And also, if they made it today in 2021. Well, not to mention Daniel later talks about how their language is a, a combination of Greek and Latin. Oh, and he's also like, it's so weird it's so... that they would have a di- a language that has two root languages. And I'm like, have you ever listened to the history of an English of the English language podcast? That's super every language. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Have you ever studied? Yeah, I thought you <laughs> any studied sort of language. language. You linguist. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they don't really need him. Uh, the stand O'Neill calms down the situation a little bit, but mm-hmm. they immediately recognize Teal'c as Jafar, or at least mm-hmm. the head dude does. And we're yeah, back. Yeah, the at guy who's one. just standing in front happens to be standing in front. And then O'Neill, <laughs> he's super pissed. They they bring up their cro- weird like big slingshot things up, and o- O'Neill's like, <laughs> he's like Jafar, yes, but he's a good guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's a chill bro. He's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's all right. But apparently Teal killed this dude's father. Yeah. But he doesn't remember it. And that makes sense. Like, you don't remember me? And I'm like, dude, it was like 10 years ago. You look a little different. Yeah. I will say this. Thank God that that guy making the accusation carries his dead dad's crutch. Is that what it everywhere. was? That's what it was. I couldn't tell yes. what that thing was. And all I could think about is how I've been binging hoarders and how the psychologist is always like, the memory is not in the thing. The memory is in your head and in your heart. You can let it go. And I'm like, really? Because if this guy had let go of his crutch, Teal would have been like, sorry. I don't know who the fuck you are. But as soon as he sees this fucking crutch, he's like (gasps) flooded with the memory of um, killing this guy's one-legged dad. Yeah, he touched that crutch and he was like Christopher Walken going, (gasps) you know, your house is on fire. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember what that movie's called. Well, yeah. yeah, uh, Yeah, I I think it's the first flashback we've seen in the series thus far. And and it's quick we just see teal all armored up 
and he uh, he kills uh, a man uh, from Apophis's Apophis's like watching, standing by. Yeah, I don't mean to be needlessly argumentative, but aren't there flashback scenes about O'Neill's son shooting himself? Oh, I guess so. Although they're really they're really just sort of like O'Neill like looked staring at a lake, you know? Right. It's less. Or, <laughs> no, I guess you're right. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, I guess there were flashbacks. Yeah. Cool. No snakeheads though in those ones, right? Uh, or Apophis. Right. That guy's like finally. I'm on the payroll, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Episode my second episode. Thanks, big yeah. baddie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, so so they take him outside to meet the elders. Again, this is the point. Uh, one of them is like Daniel's, like so. Yeah, so tell me about what. And one of them's like, we hide when the bad ones come because people start coming out of the woodwork. And Daniel's like, where were all these people at? It's funny because this is the first point when that where I'm like, then why the fuck did they put the Sunday farmers market right next to the goddamn Kokana? Right. They just it makes the, it makes life spicy. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> they're they're all adrenaline junkies. <laughs> They're like, we got to get our cardio somewhere. Like, this right? Is, keeps us on our toes. We can't be by that beautiful seashore that we saw in the distance. Right? <laughs> but yeah, apparently the elders come, they come over and they don't look, they're not that elder. You know, they're, they're, they're like in their like late thirties. Right. But like they're late thirties without sunscreen. <laughs> and oh, they obviously enough. stay out of the caves and at the farmer's market a lot. <laughs> Well, they so they they tell they tell they're, they're like you the leader and O'Neill's like yeah that's me, and they're like well you can go but t- uh, that Jaffa cannot right and <laughs> and O'Neill's like we're getting out of here and Tilk's like no no I I must I must stay and O'Neill's like that's an order and, <laughs> and Tilk and and so but and Tilk was at this point is going to follow him. And I was like, yeah, he's the only member of the group, not officially in the military, who actually obeys order. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Chain of command really comes up hard in this episode, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, so they strip Teal of his jacket and they put him in a cage. Yeah, I like that they took his jacket off. I was like, you're putting him, like, you're you're incarcerating him. You're just, you don't need to show us his muscles. He's not, like, going into a concert no, yeah, they will do that later, of course. Yeah, yeah, they they just this episode is a re- supposed to be a redemption story for for Talc, but it's also about um, getting him progressively more naked because <laughs> he has the best body on the show. <laughs> yeah, but for now, yeah, yeah, he's just he, he's in his he's in his uh, shirt pants in the cage uh o'neill has a good line here he's like i don't suppose we can get him out on bail oh my god he yeah he said something funny earlier too fuck i should have written it down um, no o'neill's on fire in this episode yeah what was the first funny thing he said uh, uh, uh oh man uh, man i really expected you to have that shit written down so anyway i've got a I lot of them it, written it, down. Was, it was really funny it was so funny although i will say this this group they don't question the neutrality of the rest of the gate gang. Yeah. Like they, they, they're like, yeah, you can stay if you want. Or you can fuck off. Yeah. We don't Either really way. care. Like they haven't have, they haven't had any interactions with other 
peaceful users of the Stargate, and, and they're with the Jaffa. Like that's right. These people and- they're, they're entirely unreasonable and reasonable at the same time. Oh yeah, this there this is, episode has me so mixed up morally, <laughs> like even between what they're trying to say and what I think is right. Um, because anyways, like fuck. But this is for some reason. I noticed hard this episode in a way I usually don't notice that that Teal'c was wearing a military uniform. And I'm like, he wears, I think he wears that every fucking episode, mm. except the one where he goes back to his planet. And I was just like, why is it hitting me so hard this time? Or, or, anyway. or, when, he's, or when he's wearing that sweet hat at the park. Yeah. Mull- around he's he's amassing quite a hat collection. <laughs> it takes up half his uh his storage closet room. Yeah, that he sleeps in. <laughs> Probably he could sleep on his hats and it'd be more comfortable than the cot he sleeps on. Uh, well, yeah, well, O'Neill so wants to break him out, but he's but Tilk at this point is now not into it. Oh, Teal- uh, O'Neill wants to start a firefight with them the second they want to um, lock up Teal'c, but Daniel Jackson, who has no respect for chain of command because he apparently isn't in it, actually physically restrains MacGyver and says, Jake, that's not the best way to handle this. <laughs> yeah, no, see, Daniel... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Daniel does a lot of actually in this episode. Like it's it's actually kind of annoying. Like it's it's <laughs> actually this is the wrong way to handle this. Actually, it's really weird that they their dialect comes from two different languages. Actually, I don't think you would be a very good lawyer. <laughs> well, we so we cut to yeah some uh, uh, like three women come to where the cage is at and kneel before the cage and one of them apparently is saying that she's the voice hit Teal'c's voice for the Karai and she says I must witness his pekave although I did I I did like that she was like I must witness his pekave and I was like is that why they're undressing him <laughs> what's going on here pekave that's my new word for it Pe-ca- stop sending me your pekave Pe-ca- pics. <laughs> <laughs> Enough already, everybody. Oh, that's why we can't use my phone number. <laughs> like I still, I, I can't get a Google number for Seattle, but I'll, I'll find a way to get a phone number. Hey, listeners, send pics of your peck of a to, to No, o- don't. <laughs> don't email them to us at verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. Don't. Super chuggy. Oh, so chuggy. Dick pics are very chuggy. Uh, well, yeah, Don't be well, chooks. well, so O'Neill's like, this is, this is another, he's like innocent until proven guilty. Heard of it. And Daniel's like, actually, actually they probably haven't. Yeah. There's a, most people and, uh, like I'm with O'Neill on this episode. Like Daniel yeah. is being 100%. a fucking asshole. But yeah, but O'Neill's like, you know, don't worry about it. I, I'll be, I'll be his voice. We, we, we all will. Oh, meanwhile, Carter's here too. She doesn't do much in this. Episode. No, she doesn't. You're right. So they're like, "We'll do it." Actually, O'Neill says, "He'll, I'll do it." And Carter says, "Oh, uh, actually, should you though?" And then Daniel's like, "Actually, um, I've heard you're you suck." <laughs> like that, you're more of an instigator than a diplomat. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then Sam's like, actually, shouldn't Daniel do it? And Daniel's like, yeah, actually, shouldn't I? And so O'Neill agrees that they'll all do it. Yeah, we'll and the only reason the only reason I feel like Sam got brought into that was so that she could have lines this episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like it must be con a contractual obligation. Like they might as well have been like, Sam broke her foot and couldn't come. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we cut to uh uh quote unquote the trial. Teal'c is set up in the defendant box. Is that is that a word? Is that a thing? Sure. Okay. Defendant. Uh, it's more circular, so sure. Mm. The defendant oval. <laughs> the horizontal defendant hole. Yeah. It's very um. It's very like a Klingon court where like you mm. stand in the middle of like a tiny courtroom sized arena. Yeah. So yeah, everybody yeah. can look down upon you in judgment. Yeah, the whole the the village the whole village is there. And they go shame, shame, shame. Uh, the one dude, uh, apparently his name is Hanno, comes and first he he kneels before Tilk and apologizes for apologizes for being a dick to him. Right, because he like wanted to kill him right away, and he had to be like argued out of it because it wasn't the right way to do it. Yeah, the right way to do it was to come to this fake court proceeding where you're already guilty. And uh, so, yeah, he's like, I'm so fucking sorry, man. Like, I really I, fucked up there. Yeah, I, I shamed myself. <laughs> it was rude to you. It was inappropriate. And, like, I shamed my whole community. And I just hope that you'll accept my apology for the way I accused you of murdering my dad. And anyway, let's get like, on with this fake trial. <laughs> yeah. And Teal's like, man, I forgive you. And there's, like, rumble, 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 rumble. Everyone's like, wow, he forgives them. And then he's like, so anyway, you killed my dad and the penalty's death. <laughs> I'm just sorry about the way I said it earlier. I'm not sorry I said it. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to kill you myself. <laughs> That's how it works with your weapon. So that'll be with pretty your cool weapon, as well. Yeah. Well, well Anil, Anil immediately objects and he's like, isn't that a thing here? And he's like, wait a second. Like, he, he's the judge or how's this? How's this work? How, how's How's this Karai thing work? And then him and Dan, and then there's like this like back and forth. Daniel's actualing everything he says. Yeah, actually, it's pretty Talmudic. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and to O'Neill's credit, at this point, he's like, "Can you can it, please?" Yeah, he's like, "Shut the fuck up, dude." Seriously. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, apparently, in this their proceedings are Hanno is basically the judge and the jury. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, wait, can I just tell you, I have got to see this movie because I've got to find out the basis of this friendship that allows Daniel Jackson to talk to Colonel O'Neill this way without getting slammed on the ground and also grabs him physically and O'Neill just lets him do it. I've mm. got to find out why. Yeah. All right. Well, so yeah. So apparently the accused gets to be in this role and they talk it out, but that's how it's going to be. He asks Tilk if he killed his father, and Tilk is like, "Yes, I killed." Yeah, oh, O'Neill's like, "Don't answer." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't answer. My client will not answer that question. Yeah, <laughs> he isn't a great. I lawyer. do not recall. <laughs> <laughs> Plead the fifth, hmm. and then well, and then uh, yeah, and then I thought I'd keep going uh, like a Matlock in space. I was like, "This is going to be the whole episode." Matlock in space. Oh my god! But they they do a recess. Mm -hmm. 
uh, where there's like a where there's like a a, a big scene between O'Neill and Teal'c. Mm-hmm. You know. Can I just like at this point you called it Matlock in space, but can we also call it like Star Trek not in space? Because <laughs> this is like a hundred percent a Star Trek episode that's not very good. <laughs> this is so TNG. Anyway. Like, literally, I am in the middle of an episode of the TOS cartoon, and I am in the middle of an episode where this exact thing, thing is happening to Dr. McCoy <laughs> instead of Teal. So. Well, yeah, no, the, but, you know, yeah, this, this scene's, uh, you know, there's a lot of philosoph- philosophizing going on, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. chain... About, you know, how soldiers, uh, the chain of command, it undermines their personal responsibility of free will. It's wild because the show just doesn't follow chain of command ever. But <laughs> and also a soldier isn't isn't supposed to follow unlawful orders. And also, though, Tilk was more an enslaved person mm-hmm. and less which has been addressed already unless a soldier. Right. Um, so. Yeah. And his whole thing is, he's just like, look, he, the, he's, the, he's, this victim deserves retribution. And he's like, there's so many others that you don't even know about O'Neill. And I'm, I'm now going to use this as a symbol of all of them. Yeah. He's like, O'Neill, nobody even asks me if I'm okay. Nobody even says, Hey, Teal, good morning. I brought you some coffee. How are you today? What's going on with Teal? Do you feel okay? <laughs> no, no one asked me. And now it's just all bubbled up it's to all, the surface yeah, and I'm done. Yeah. I'm fucking done. <laughs> it's really out of character. Yeah. yeah but but, sure, I, but yeah. I think Christopher Judge does a good job, you know, and I think yeah. MacGyver does as well. You know, it's a, it's yeah. a, I'm going to say, maybe I got to stop being mad that that guy's not James Spader. It's not his fault he's not James Spader. Like, it's not my fault I'm not James Spader. And I thought he did a good job acting in this episode, mm-hmm. even though he actually did a lot. <laughs> I mean, he does it really well. Yeah. Because yeah. He, 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 cause he's just like, actually, I have to admit to him. He does it so well that for a while you don't even realize he's doing it so much. <laughs> so... Um, well, all right. So the trial gets back underway. Everybody comes back in. Dan- Daniel, like, you know, bring brings Teal's <laughs> lawyers together. <laughs> and he's like, we have to plead. Like, we have to plead for uh, uh, insanity or something. Like, we got to we got to do something. We got to do a character witness. He's got he's saying, like, look, at this point, he's already confessed. And even though the sentence has already been handed down, he's like, there's more trial and we're going to consider this the sentencing part of the trial. So we've just got to mm. convince them not to kill him. Yeah. And apparently the only options are kill him or let him go. Like, why doesn't he spend some time in their like jail or whatever? Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or do some community service at the farmer's market, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, something. Wait, well, so we get slight, like, sort of a montage of like O'Neill questions Daniel about what Teal did for them and with for Charay, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then Carter questions Teal. When Daniel is being questioned by MacGyver and he's like talking about what happened with Charay, and he's saying, Yeah, initially I did find it difficult to work with him and trust him. Mm-hmm. I was like, When? 
<laughs> when? <laughs> we didn't really That's see. some retcon. I don't remember that at all. Okay. That, it was all the that missions must... we didn't see. Yeah. All the missions we didn't see where he was like, fuck this guy. Maybe I'm going to, maybe I'll just let him get killed. <laughs> yeah. They get all pretty, the times bloody, that bloody, he... pretty fast. Yeah. Like he got shit face blind drunk and like pounded on his uh, little closet door and was like, I know you know where my wife is, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, none of that. Well, yeah, are we still looking for his wife? That, yeah, that I know. Was, I was wondering that too. That was Ooh. the the yeah. That was the loose end at the first episode. <laughs> yeah, I think it's been mentioned once. I mean, I think we even talk about it, like in episode two. I'm like, D- Daniel just wants to hang out on the planet. I'm like, Daniel, don't. Weren't you like obsessed? Just- right. He just wants now. He's just, even in this one. He's like, well, they're like, you can go earlier in the episode. And Daniel's like, we'd really like to stay longer. <laughs> like, all right, cool. Can't help himself. Can't help himself. Can you imagine if like Superman were like, oh no, Lois Lane is blah blah blah, whatever, whatever. And he's like, I know, but this party, this dinner party, actually has interesting people at it. <laughs> like nobody is being trite as fuck. I want to stay and have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Then I will save Lois. Mm-hmm. If she's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, they do, so they do that a, a little bit, but the, I, I guess there's another recess because we cut to Jackson roaming around the farmer's market mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. He, he meets, he meets the, the speaker woman who came and then left. She makes it explicit that the people go to Daniel, that the people go and hide in caves, but it's one, it's, it's all or none. There's no whoever's fastest. It's everybody, all or none. Yeah. They, 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 they make a point to like burn that into your memory that they're, mm-hmm. cause Daniel's like, so the slowest are usually taken when you try to run and hide from the Stargate that is right in the middle of your farmer's market. And they're, <laughs> and they're like, we all go or none of us do. And that gives crinkling light bulb goes off above Jackson's head. And he's got an idea. Yeah. And can we talk about how like Teal'c is such a fucking shitty client to have as a lawyer? <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that. Because <laughs> once again, Daniel runs and finds him and says, Teal'c, tell me what happened that day. And he's like, I killed that guy's dad. And, he, and Dan, Daniel's like, actually, we all already know the Reader's Digest version. I need details, motherfucker. Oh, man, we should get a lawyer's perspective on this. Do we know any? We do. I don't think they care about this podcast either. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not in the mood either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, so yeah, he, he's asking about it. He, he, he's, he's being stodgy. Apparently Jack Jackson insists. So till goes back into another flashback mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of that day of the selection process. The more flashback, like the more times you watch the flashback scenes of Teal killing this guy, who's like this quote, old guy who's like 54. Um, it just is missing a leg. It doesn't make him older. Um, the more times you show it, the more times he's just like standing there kind of moving in a weird way, like not trying to get out of the way. It reminds me of that scene in Austin Powers where um, Austin Powers is like, not Austin Powers, somebody is like screaming, no, and then they change the perspective (laughs) and like the bulldozer is like 50 fucking feet away. (laughs) 
Because that's what this guy, this guy not getting out of the way looks like. Well, he's not even doing that. Yeah, he's just standing. He's and he's holding out his hand to Teal'c in a really like it's shaking, like in a very. It, it see, I think he was ma- the the actors maybe going for like you know have mercy or have pity or something. Or is he going for yeah? I should be the one you kill. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Who fucking knows? Yeah, I know. But yeah, he yeah he has only one leg, which I didn't notice mm-hmm. in the first flashback. And and yeah, and then I'm like, oh, I see where Jackson's going with this, and Tilk shoots mm-hmm. him, and young Hanno comes over and cries over his 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 dead father, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, he knew he would be the slowest. Uh, well, you know, yeah. Then the defense becomes like, but Tilk, isn't it true that you shot him because he's crippled? And Tilk's like, yes, and he's like, see everybody. See, yeah, see, yeah, that's, huh? That, that's... And everyone's just looking at him like, you're canceled. And, <laughs> and the guy's like, um, yeah, he's still a member of our community. It's still my dad. Yeah, I wish that they had said he's literally the only one of us who could practice brain surgery, asshole. Because <laughs> yeah. the idea is obviously crippled pre- people are a drain on the community and their safety. So Teal'c was like, well, I'm going to shoot the crippled guy. I'm like, nice eugenics story. But Teal, to be fair, Teal isn't like, and that makes it cool. Daniel is like, and that makes it cool. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Actually, that makes it cool. Well, and, and to O'Neill's credit, he, he literally says this. He's like, this is a kangaroo court. Yeah. I, lo- I, lo- I love O'Neill in this episode. I'm sorry. He's, he's fun. He's on fire. He's the only thing interesting. I like him better than I usually like him. He's less cranky and more silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> silly cranky. So Hanno does, he's like, Mr. Jackson, you bring up some good points. Yeah, you've done a fine job. Good lawyer you've, in there. You've really made good me buddy. think. Uh, anyway, uh, death uh, yeah. <laughs> by your own weapon, Teal, uh, high noon tomorrow or whatever. So, so yeah, so they take him back to the cage. O'Neill's like, all right, look, me and Carter are going to, we're going to get it. We're going to go back to earth. We're bringing a unit down here and we're going to scare, we're not going to, we're not going to shoot anybody. We're going to scare everybody with our superior firepower. Yeah, can can we talk about this plan? This plan of like having people draw their weapons with no intention of shooting. That's not how that works. And we, can we talk about the idea that we're just going to pack, you know, several Marines with us. And we're going to tell them, don't really shoot anybody. And that's going to be what happens. Yeah. When people don't do what we want. And also, it's still it's still use of force. <laughs> it's still totally, fuck you. Like, it's so shitty. But ge- it's also shitty. General Hammond, General Daddy is like, well, Teal'c isn't one of us. Oh no! I that's not what I said. That's what the president said. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, back on back on Earth, like he's like, yeah. well, he's he, when he first sees Hammond, he, he, Hammond's like, hey, where's everybody else? And O'Neill's like, hey, we need to get a unit ready. We're gonna get him, get him ASAP. Go through, through the hole. And Hammond's like, and it's just fun because because O'Neill then walks off and Hammond's like trailing. He's like, what's going on? Can I? Yeah, I want to know. Tell me what's but, happening. But hey. <laughs> but this is where like for once chain of command matters because um well first of all general daddy is like the worst kind of mean like mean girl from junior high in this episode because he's not he's like no i didn't say it 
Tasha said it. No, look, I'm going to get on the phone with Tasha right now and double check. And Tasha's the president. And yep, Tasha said Teal's a little bitch. And I don't want her, I don't want him to come to my birthday party. War criminal. I think he says war criminal at one point. Yeah, he does. He totally calls Teal a war criminal. And um, O'Neill is like, well, I'm also a war criminal. And I'm like, well, that's probably accurate. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. What? <laughs> Can't we? Well, this. I mean, the, you had to have I rolled your eyes at the, the at the most eye rolling sentence in the entire series so far, when Hammond's like, Colonel, the United States is not in the business of interfering in other people's affairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I almost just peed. And he's like, since when? He's like, and he, since this administration took office. And I was like, wait, it's or like 1997? Three, that, <laughs> yeah, that administration's been in office for a long fucking time. Um, that's the Clinton administration. And it's not generally a policy that Democrats like go with. Like nobody goes with it, but they don't openly go with it. Well, Carter and O'Neill, they do give sort of subtle, like, oh, really looks. I know, because, like, that. that administration got pretty involved in Bosnia. <laughs> <laughs> At all. <laughs> I bet Don Davis, yeah, it took a couple takes for him yeah, to Yeah, probably say for him to say it with a straight face. General Daddy laying down the law, and for once, O'Neill following chain of command. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, he does. And like, does and going back through the gate to be like, okay, well, here's the deal, but actually not secretly getting a bunch of yeah. Marines to come with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Unreal. Yeah. Since when? But he does, he does get General Hammond to call the president. But General Hammond's like, I fucking agree with, you know what? He's not that worst kind of mean girl because he's like, actually, Tasha said Teal can't come to her birthday party. And you know what? She's right. Tasha sucks. I mean, no, teal sucks. Fuck. That was, I was I was not a mean girl. I was too bad at it. Too scared. Too not. In this popular. episode, it would be Tasha. Ah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's happening over there. Uh, we cut back to uh, Cartago, where <laughs> where Teal's in his cage and getting um, some body paint done by some yeah. young women. And Daniel's like, what's going on? And he says, and he, Teal says, well, they're preparing me for, for, for murdering me. And I'm just like, how many motherfucking people do they sentence to death that they're all they have like, a whole oh, system. They got, they right. Got. There's no instruction manual out going, where do we put the paint? <laughs> they're just like, no, no, it goes in a straight line down the middle of their face. <laughs> And then we, there's this weird ace bandage that wraps around them. Look, no, I know how to do it. I did it last time. <laughs> Although I'll tell you, Christopher Judge, he, you know, he's a handsome man. And mm, those actresses sure. are doing their best, like, uh, nuns, nun yeah. faces, you know? They're just like, right. but, I mean, come on. like They're, like, stroking his whole body, trying to act. Trying, trying to be, be like, don't make it weird, don't be creepy, don't be creepy. <laughs> no, I, in my mind, this is I, a professional job. <laughs> in my mind, there's like, I picture like the actors, like they're like, oh, oh, we fucked up the lines, they're not that straight. Oops, can we? We got take twenty four. Mar, Mario's like, take a twenty four, you know, like he's like, and then and Christopher Judge is just like, he's in character the whole time, obviously. 
Do you think how much how much of a a bevy of beauties stroking Christopher Judge do you think Christopher Judge can take before he feels like he's having an unprofessional moment on set? I would say uh, three contingents of Cartago death paint groups. <laughs> okay, so he can handle three takes. Before so nine he's total. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And that's probably all you can fit in that cage. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then after three takes, he's like, break. I have to go to the craft services table. I'm hungry. <laughs> your fucking hands off me. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And the last thing he tells uh, Jackson, well, and, and it's funny because Jackson's like, he's like, look, you know, O'Neill's got a plan. He's going to break it. Like he's giving up the plan to these women. They're right in oh, front I know, of him. Because women uh, aren't people. They're, furniture you can speak in front of them <laughs> well and, the, and tilk's like i'm not going to do that and the last thing he tells jackson is he wants to donate his body to science oh i know <laughs> he's like i'm like okay at this point i gotta say like i feel like tilk's selfless stoicism is way it's just like too much at this point mm. mm-hmm. like he doesn't even falter he doesn't have a moment where somebody says aren't you scared and he's like of course you yeah, know, I just want yeah, to do the right thing. There's none of that depth. But I will say that scene through the bars is where I, I started to think, you know, I got to stop penalizing him for not being James Spader. He's doing a good job. Oh, Michael Shanks? Yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. In this episode right then, I was like, oh. Well, and, well, and I also think, see, Chris Judge does a great job, too. It's like with that earlier scene with O'Neill. It's like, I think he perfectly plays... The, the the dude who's like learned to be stoic in cola time but is like everything's like bubbling up to the surface and in fact yeah. i think i would posit that that's like one of the bigger arcs of this show that he slow he slowly learns to like soften that a little bit at least i hope that would be the case but i and i think it is the case well based I- on the posters where teal is now smiling and has <laughs> some like silver edged hair <laughs> yeah i don't know i guess i i would have liked to have seen at least like any line of dialogue about it but no i can't fault christopher judge he can't say lines they don't write um, mm-hmm. i, I would have yeah i mean the show does such a job of like helping people along with like and then this happens like just a little <laughs> bit of teal being a whole person who's mm-hmm. like conflicted like he is giving up a chance to go he has said he's gonna go save his home planet and liberate his son he's giving that up right i i don't know like i i would just have liked something would have been nice but anyways yeah i i hope this is the beginning of him being like more of a whole character well, so we uh, we we cut to some point later. Carter and O'Neill come through, uh, and the farmers' market is ablaze. Yeah, and and O'Neill's like, "Oh, something seems different, huh?" And again, <laughs> casually stroll through. <laughs> yeah, Car- Carter's weapon is raised. She's like, "Oh, okay." So Colonel O'Neill's like, "Whatever, man. I'm the cool Colonel. I don't well, want to look too too nervous." Well, and we see that we see some of the Jaffa uh, uh, sort of corralling 
like uh, the stragglers, uh, mm-hmm. the natives, and there's some action between Jaffa and and O'Neill and Carter. Uh, O'Neill <laughs> O'Neill trips one, and I was like, yeah, those helmets do make them a bit top heavy. Oh, what's funny is O'Neill trips him, and then that guy's just out cold. They don't seem to do anything else to him. Oh no, 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 no! O'Neill straight up shivs that dude. Oh, he does. Okay. Oh, it, like it's brutal, actually. Like they don't okay, show thought, it, but you hear it and you see I thought like I saw that the second or heard it like that registered the second time I watched it. And then the third time I watched it, I was like, why is that guy on the ground still? God, it's just me. It's I got me. I got I was like, what? Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> like yeah. O'Neill has done war crimes. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I Yes. <laughs> and then they well, I think he's special forces. Right. And then they cut mm. down to the caves. Right. And um daniel they're all hiding that's the kids hiding so i guess they don't all go together because the kids are gonna stay safe while the rest go and fight so what the fuck i i thought it was like all or none they've changed but i guess there's an age limit and so they're gonna leave um daniel and teal down there but daniel's like no no he can help you i promise he's not gonna try to escape i promise i promise i promise and they're like i'm not stupid fuck you and um leaves this kid in charge well, yeah, H- Hanno, Hanno goes to the ki- his kid and is like, look, don't don't let him do anything. Watch yeah. out for him. He gives him a knife. Yeah, it's really traumatizing because he's like, if I die, make sure whoever doesn't die knows I want this guy to kill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the kid's like, okay, got it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Daniel's like, no, he's our best chance. Well, and he also like goes to Daniel. He's like, yeah, you guys probably brought. They now know where we we're at. So yeah, you, this is this you is guys probably O'Neill with up, like you yeah. let something loose. This is the first time they get suspicious that maybe the <laughs> only two things they've ever seen come out of the scary the scary circle are probably working together. <laughs> this is the first time it occurs to them. Yeah. Even though they're not, it should have occurred to them. <laughs> well, so yeah, so Hanno and the, and his like his his cater they they roll out, and then the Jaffa find the hiding place, and oh, we recognize one of the Jaffa Shackle from episode something something. And right when we recognize it, and we're like, oh fuck, everybody's fucked, and that guy recognizes Teal. Yeah. The kid betrays the guy who's like, make sure this guy dies. His and father. Gives, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. I, is it his dad? Oh, I don't. Anyways, I, don't it, I don't know. He's like, fuck you, dad. Do what I want. And he gives Teal. He he surreptitiously hands Teal a knife. Yeah. And Teal cuts himself free. And shivs shackle. Yeah, which I, I, which actually, I blew me away because I thought he would become like a recurring character, like a, you know, like an antagonist to Teal. But no, his second, the second episode that he's in, he dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably thought so too. Which, and then at this point, this is great. Teal goes straight Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and just starts fucking shit up. He does, and then on the surface, all we need is one scene. Where, what's his name? You know his name. Hano? The guy. Hano. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Hano. Um, look, sometimes their name is Cassandra and sometimes their name is Hano. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. Pete. Yeah. Steve, Eddie. Right? Steve versus <laughs> Hano, which I is just a name um, I'm less familiar with, I guess. So, yeah, he sees O'Neill shoot a couple Jaffa with the Jaffa weapon yeah. 
and he's like makes eye contact with O'Neill and they have a very 80s movie, oh, movie yeah. moment where he's like, Oh right. All right, I see now. You I are on our you. okay, man. Let's get this. So that happened. Yeah, well, yeah, they kill all the Jaffa. Yeah. And one of them though, but not before in fighting, Teal'c is injured in the leg by mm. a Jaffa weapon. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we have to get him back through the scary circle right away for medical attention. And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, dude, come on, give it up at this point. Oh, Take no. your out. This is your out. And he's like, no. And he like pulls himself into the circle of judgment. Yeah, lim limps over. And is like, and is like, and for hands a weapon, yeah, hands a weapon gives to him the spear. Hano. Yeah. And and then just like Christ-like, right? Like just stands with his arms spread and his chest forward, like shoot me, motherfucker. Yeah, do it. Maybe that's a bit of a death wish. Like maybe he's got deep oh, psychological definitely. damage from all of the bad things he's done. Yeah. yeah. Well, so Hano, you know, bright-eyed, he's like, oh. It's like oh, I've I've made I've made a mistake. Uh, yeah, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> he's like he's like nope. Oops, I was in error. Uh, oops, I've uh, never I this the the those snakeheads all look the same to me. I I don't yeah. know. <laughs> the Jaffa who killed my father is dead. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is I think an important thing to say. Mm -hmm. uh, symbolically, that guy's dead. Yeah. So so Till can leave. So yeah. they they all get out. Oh, although O'Neill. He goes to Hano and he's like, we can help you defend yourselves. And Hano's like, and like the, the, mo <laughs> the, the Look, most pure and vulnerable way, he's like, yeah, we, we'd appreciate that. <laughs> this, like, oh my God, yes, please. This Thank running you. away, <laughs> we, we put the market there. We were idiots. We don't know what yeah. we're doing. Please help us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay, first thing is let's move the market. First of all, how big is the circumference of this planet? Like, is this the only habitable like acre? <laughs> we would really thank you. Any ideas you have? Any, any. ideas at all? We'll move talk, the we'll market? Talk later. No, we'll talk later. not move the market, but any other ideas you have, we're super into. The market stays. It's good real right. estate. And then it becomes, you know, like an they we become arms dealers. I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, well, and that's the end of the end of the episode. They go back to oh. the Stargate, and it's over. Oh, there it is. I feel a little sad. I was oh. having so much fun talking about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And there's no more. Okay, all done. Uh, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, Tori. Yeah. Were you uh, were you comforted by this episode? No. Oh. No, I wasn't. Um, because as you'll recall from my 24 second description of the episode and then my ongoing concern about the tension uh, that society plays a large role in dictating who's criminal and who is not criminal and therefore environments can offer air quotes reform or just like an opportunity to be not criminal because you know it 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 to the idea that Teal'c had choices, that's a very limited idea to me. So anyway, I just felt like it, honestly, it felt too much like um, policing 
like current actual stuff that's going on. And it felt to comfort me. It made me think too much of people who (laughs) are, say, part of oppressed communities, but also are part of a group that oppresses oppressed communities and that tension level in our society and within individuals. And so, no, I was not comforted. Tori, were you comforted? Mm. Well, uh, no, I, yeah, I get, I, I get all that. Uh, uh, was I comforted? Uh, n- not really. I mean, you can still say yes, even though I said all that shit. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> Although my, my reasons are much more petty. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I can't wait. They're probably a lot more fun too. Oh, j- well, I mean, maybe, <laughs> I, I don't know. It was just, I, I, the entire time I, I just kept thinking, yeah, is this just going to be a trial episode? You know, like mm-hmm. Daniel's actuallys were, they really, were really annoying to me. Uh, Actually, really I thought were. Daniel did a good job. He did. Well, well, <laughs> he did a good job, but, but no, I don't. Uh, Actually, I thought the writers were on point with Daniel's dialogue. Just kidding. <laughs> so yeah, and plus, I don't know. It was just kind of a weird episode, you know. But it was I, weird. Not not to say that it wasn't like the worst episode. It was just a very. But was it science fiction? Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know about that. I feel like we should stop asking for comfort and and be asking, "Hey, is was this science fiction?" <laughs> no. Hey, Tori. Yeah. So I want to know, like, I want to ask you a question that I'm going to call yeah, meh, or nah. And your yeah is, I totally want to be that person. Your nay is like, fuck no, that's the last person I want to be. And your meh is like, I could live with that. Meh. I could, I could live with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, this, this one's easy for me. My yeah uh, is O'Neill. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a great episode. My yeah is also O'Neill. For yeah, I his think it's my sarcas- first O'Neill. My, I think mine too. And his sarcasm is because his sarcasm is the most interesting thing in this show. And he plays it off really well where it's like, it's just the right note of sarcasm. This is a kangaroo court. <laughs> Chef's kiss. <laughs> Chef's kiss on the sarcasm. It's not too mean. It's not, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my nah is the actor playing Shackle, uh, <laughs> Makasha Armstrong, <laughs> because... He thought he had more to go too. F- fucking right. I yeah. thought that dude would have a recurring role and he gets knifed in the second episode that he's in. Like, fuck. Hard knocks, yeah. man. That's yeah. bullshit. And then, well, my meh is the, the Bursa's judicial system. The Bursa are the <laughs> natives of this planet. You know, it could use a couple updates, you know? Mm-hmm. Just a few. Mm-hmm. But that's about mm-hmm. it. Uh, what about yours? What's your yeah? Yeah and meh. Well, you know my yeah, because we got a ding, ding, ding. We got a double MacGyver. Mm-hmm. My um, <laughs> meh, my meh is Dr. Frazier, who's not in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> For obvious reasons of not being in the episode. Yeah, yeah. My neh is Tilk. Because um, he's a suicidal oh, wow. war criminal. <laughs> just seems <laughs> really really bleak man i got i got my own problems without becoming him holy shit all right yeah yeah okay uh yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah that's the end of this episode 
um, episode fifteen. It's not quite the it's not quite the end of um, this uh, podcast episode because first I got to say, what are we going to talk about next week? Yeah, yeah. What do we got? Uh, we episode got, sixteen. Yeah, episode sixteen. It's called Enigma, uh, which it's fuck. This is the voice of Enigma. Um, that CD everybody had. <laughs> okay. And I always just use whatever is the first synopsis some random person has written. Um, okay. On their first visit to a new planet, SG-1 finds it subject to totally destructive volcanic activity and saves 10 natives, the Tolan, far more technologically advanced society. Their leader, Omak, is not grateful, nor interested in such a primitive race as the Earthlings or any of the even more primitive planets which are prepared to host them. Only one Tolan, Nurim, shows an active interest in life on Earth, especially in Captain Samantha Carter. <laughs> and the cat, <laughs> the cat Schrodinger, she gives him a cat named Schrodinger. Um, explaining his planet was destroyed after the... Oh, my God, this is so long. Anyway, I think we get the gist. Their planet, <laughs> the Tolan planet, is destroyed as SG-1 gets there. Again, I think they've run out of, um, like, pr probes. Um, it was obvious to me in this episode. It's obvious in the next episode. So they're only able to save, like, 10 of them. Um, <laughs> I've already got so much to say. Like, so they couldn't know, figure out their I own know. And then they have volcano to rehome. emergency system. Like, right? They've got to rehome those guys. <laughs> so this is where Words from we have our to spot. have commercials, commercials, commercials. Commercials go here. Although I would imagine if like we ever actually have commercials, they'd be like, you must have it in the halfway point of your show or something like that. You know what I mean? Really? I, I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Well. Like they have like. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. If, I hope we're lucky enough to find out someday. But if you've stuck around. Mm-hmm. For the end of the show, you get to play a little game. You get to part you get to listen. You get to <laughs> you, yeah. enjoy. You passively a enjoy. <laughs> a segment called Get to Know Your Host. Ding ding ding. Tori. Yeah. What would be your absolute perfect day? Oh, really? Damn. That that who that, fucking well, knows. Well, it's just it, yeah, that that's 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 a lot. Like it. I, so I would I would say one thing. It would be yeah. it would be filled with stuff, you know. Yeah. I, in my mind, it, it's filled with a bunch of stuff. It would be scheduled, <laughs> yes. like structured by someone else. I need a, an external structure. Agreed. Same. I wake out of uh, I get out of bed and like just straight from bed. My hair looks great. I smell great. Mm. Um, I'm not all my clothes fit, and so I all put on whatever, fit. and it's yeah. really comfortable. Morning sex it would be in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some skydiving, you know? Mm hmm. Some kind of like, like, per, like my coffee came out like. Yeah, just coffee's right. in like, there. Coffee's just in the there. right, like, like I made the best, like, or someone made for me like the best coffee. Yeah. 
You and win win an accolade later in the evening or something? Oh, yeah. Like, Some kind. I go to a gala and it turns out it's about me. I'm the guest <laughs> of honor and I'm getting an award for being so good at being me. <laughs> oh, my God. I love yeah. it. There's good food in there mm -hmm. somewhere. And my well. dress is the coolest dress. Like, I'm wearing the coolest outfit. And there's dancing. Like, dancing, like there's a band. Fashion. Yeah. Maybe some sort of existential epiphany somewhere along the way, a sunset yeah. of some kind. And it's one of those events that has like, yeah, the event should be held at an event space on the water. And <laughs> it's one of those events that instead of giving you, serving you dessert at your table, there's like a dessert sort of buffet at the end with little, little bite desserts. Mm. And so you can get what you want. Nice. Nice. And they don't run out. <laughs> like a Christmas, like the Christmas party I went to the year before COVID. Oh, they don't, they don't run out of the good stuff, and you're left with like shitty carrot cake slices or something. Literally, I would have taken carrot cake. <laughs> they, it was that was it. They fucking ran out. So, oh, um, I would think that maybe like my body wouldn't hurt that day. That would mm. be pretty cool. Mm. Um, not to be a bummer. My my puppy would pee where I want him to pee every time. Okay, okay. Um, he's in training. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't. Man, no, they, they, I, no, that that's good. That that's it right there. It's done. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good day. Yeah, is it perfect though? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Like my perfect day would be involved so many like, you know, I'd open my Apple news feed and it would be like progressivism forever. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> this is NPR. No, see, like, like I said, it would be full. It'd be, full. it would, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have any time to like sit there and, uh, think about any of it <laughs> okay so i'd be at disneyland because as, as soon as you think about it you're like it would it be perfect no it's just so full that you can't even think so only okay. later okay. will it be perfect all right <laughs> it's all about the schedule <laughs> yeah that's right it's all about distraction okay so our perfect day basically is we're distracted the entire time <laughs> okay yeah, well, on my perfect day, we're already to season three, where this apparently becomes a sci-fi show. <laughs> well, people keep people keep <laughs> saying, "I like like apparently like it doesn't become a sci it does it didn't become a sci-fi show until like season six. and people were like, <gasps> "It happened in season one." I'm like, "Nah, it didn't. Like it was Showtime for like oh, a while." Fuck yeah, it's an army show. Yeah, to use army loosely, it's a military show. A bit, no. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get to the we'll get to the sci-fi section in 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 five years. Don't worry about it, folks. Yeah, you'll be with Don't us. Don't worry about it, us. <laughs> uh, yeah, th uh, thanks, listeners. If you want to, uh, we have a lot of different ways to listen. The website is the seventh symbol dot com, and podcast is also available on uh, Apple, Spotify, Google Play. And coming soon to other listening services as well. So we would love it if you'd give us five stars at your podcatcher of choice. But if you have something terrible to say, 
do this instead. It's sort of like that thing where you get a product from Amazon and they're like, oh, do you hate this? Call us, please. Yeah, yeah, Not, yeah, don't, don't tell Amazon don't that we're doing a bad job. <laughs> That's what we want to do. Um, our phone number is area code 425-610-6554. Our email address, verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we should sign off. Thanks, everybody. Peace out, homie. No, that's appropriate. Bye. Bye.